0: The Gulf to Canada and around the globe. This is Reed Lance Rosenthal on the Right Side Radio. And it's the first week of August. Where did the time go? Well, I'll tell you one thing. The more time marches on, the faster the gush of news becomes. So today, we're going to go over the second part of, you know, that conspiracy theory. That suddenly declassified documents have proven absolutely 100% true. Yes, population control, depopulation, and, you know, keeping the Earth's population at that magic 8 billion, or in Bill Gates' words, 1.2 billion, it depends which globalist or elitist you talk to, level, and all the things that they're employing and doing. If you didn't listen to last week's show, you really should, on therightsideradio.com. And of course, then I'll tell you the rest of the story. I'll sum it up in one word, chilling. Then we are going to go over another little installment on China rocking and rolling on their Silk Road initiative around the globe. Approaching 160 nations participating. Hmm, I think that's more friends than we have. In fact, I'm not sure we have any friends. I'm going to bring you an economic rat tat tat And there's some great videos and great audios posted on the website. I'll let you know where they are, and which stories they pertain to as we go through the show today. And finally, we're going to have, oh, shall we say, a little discourse on the blossoming flower, (laughs) the stink flower of Biden and Cabal crime family syndicate. Because more and more is coming out. Wait until you hear the proof that is out there now. I don't think they're going to get out of this. We shall see. And then we're going to have rat-a-tat-tat, and it's a bunch of rat-a-tat-tat. We'll see how much time we have when we get to the end of the show. So let's get started, shall we? First of all, our founder's quote. You know, in the end, policy comes from men. And unfortunately, in our case and the globe's case, the global community's case right now, particularly... The Western world, which is, is kind of struggling, you know, kind of sinking to its knees, it comes from people, corrupt and power hungry people. And this is Alexander Hamilton. Quote, The natural cure for an ill administration in a popular or representative constitution is a change of men, unquote. We could only hope, folks. We could only hope. And then I'm going to tell you, I'm going to deviate a little bit from the rant story stalwart that we have in every show i've been telling everybody for years get yourself out of the too big to fail banks the CFI financial institutions i've been warning you over the last year or two about blackrock and vanguard and state street the shadow banks which are if possible worse than the Fees. the fees being you know jp morgan chase capital capital one schwab you name it. I'm going to give you two quick little stories here in lieu of the ranch story. These are actual stories. These are clients who came to me with some problems. And the problems were from the fee banks in which they are unfortunately for them, enmeshed. One client was trying to get out, we'll just call it tens of thousands. It wasn't a huge amount in the overall pattern of the world of billions and trillions right now, but a significant amount of money. And she struggled for three weeks to withdraw what is really kind of a paltry sum in the banking institution. We're not talking about hundreds of thousands. We're not talking about millions or billions to withdraw this money from Capital One Bank. They screwed her around for three weeks before she finally got their money out of their clutches and moved it to a much smaller community bank where she knows the people, where she should have been to begin with. Let me tell you the second story. The second story is about an elderly gal, a client of ours, and she called me frantically one day saying that she had, once again, not a huge sum, tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands, and she was trying to close an account with Charles Schwab. And I don't know whether the account had been moved over from TD Ameritrade when Schwab took them over about a month or two ago, but I got on the horn with Schwab. I can't tell you how incompetent, how absolutely uncaring these people are and that organization is. They actually sent a check, or they received a check to deposit into her account from one of her investments. They said they wouldn't deposit the check because it didn't have the account number on it. Instead, they said they were sending it back to the issuer. They called her after they supposedly sent it back to the issuer. And a few days later, she got the check in the mail, made out to the account, which happens to be an IRA account. So she couldn't just go hammer the check on her own into her own account, which would have been the greatest thing. Instead, she had to send it back to Schwab who still hasn't reported that they've received the check. In the meantime, she has other funds in this account that they won't let her withdraw because they come up with some cockamamie, this department has to approve it, and the issuer has to approve it. I mean, this is nonsense. This is this woman's account. This is this woman's money. And Schwab, Behemoth Schwab, is telling this woman, who's quite elderly, that she can't control her own account. She can't control her own money. About a year ago, I learned, she tried to start closing the account. They promised to send her the documents to close the account, etc. They never sent them. So it is now a year and a half later. Oh, and by the way, they're charging fees of several hundred dollars a year for quote-unquote managing the account. And of course they're floating her funds, she gets no interest on them. They're floating her funds in overnight Fed funds, which right now pays about 4.75%. You probably know, and this is not a personal story, that Bank of America just got hammered with a $250 million fine for opening up accounts without people's knowledge and charging them fees for these mysterious new accounts that they never ordered, they never asked, and they were never informed of. The moral of this story, folks, is... If you have your money in a big CFI bank, any of them, or a big CFI institution like Gagme Schwab, you need to get that money out now. And by the way, if you think you're going to be able to do it in a day, if you think you're going to go walk down to the teller and say, "Give me a check," well, boy, are you in for a surprise? And it's going to get much, much, much worse as the overall banking and economic situation should we say, uh, does not get rosier. So the moral of this story is put your money where you live. Put your money in a small local bank that's solid. Remember the ratings.com They'll tell you about all the banks in the United States, everything that's going on with them. Make sure that your money, if you're fortunate enough to have that much, is not over $250,000 per social security number or FEIN. I'm not giving any investment advice here, folks. You do whatever you want. It is your money. I'm just telling you some true stories that point up what I've been telling you for years. And support your local community. Support your local bankers. And do yourself and your funds. And the liquidity of your funds. Your ability to get those funds quickly if you need them or you want them. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Enough on the big CFI banks, because unfortunately we're going to be dealing with them more and more. Let's get into the second installment of That Conspiracy Theory, Which Isn't. Population control and depopulation, as willed and wished by the elites of the globe. Last week I told you about NSSM-200, also called the Kissinger Report. And I told you about nsm National Security Memorandum 314, signed by Gerald Ford. This is back in 73 and 75, respectively. And this was a whole study based on easing the extraction by the United States and the Western world of resources and other goodies from what they call the LDC, the Least Developed Countries. And folks, those documents are posted on the website. They were posted last week, they're posted this week, upper right-hand corner, homepage, on the right side, I, May I suggest you at least skim them? I'm going to post several more documents under that link that we're going to talk about in today's show. And next week, I'm going to post a whole bunch of documents, which are the memorandums with the CIA and the State Department, and AID, and the Executive Branch, and the United Nations. Oh, yes, we have all the cast of characters, and the Who, let's not leave out the Who, and all these NGOs, you know, like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation's. This is going to be a huge eye-opener for you. If you think anything that's going on in this world, food shortages, weather events, oh yes, weather events, go back to my shows on weather manipulation, the history of weather manipulation on therightsideradio.com. There are two of them along with a tremendous, a terrific video called The Dimming, and it will change your perspective of weather and why and what is happening forever. Let me summarize this, and I'm going to go over The 10, shall we say, bulwarks of population control and population reduction are, by the way, when I say population control, I don't mean just the number of people. I mean the control of the population that's remaining when these sinister plans are fully implemented. And they are well underway, and they have been well underway for several decades. They're just reaching a crescendo now. You know, the COVID jabs, the food supply shortages, India shutting down rice, Russia shutting down grain, Bill and Melinda Gates, well, not Melinda anymore. She, fortunately for her, divorced them. But the Bill Gates Foundation getting into the fake meat business, and him buying up all that farmland, 250,000 or so acres around the United States. (laughs) None of this is an accident. Everything is interrelated. Last week I told you about some of the things in the Kissinger report. Remember, this is 1973. Fertility and contraception, abortion, development of new technology, research, oral contraceptives, IUDs, sterilization of men and women. All those things were being dreamed up then. Plans were being put in, in motion. And there were ancillary reports that came out of the Kissinger report, including a report by the National Security Agency, the NSA report. Rather than tell you which one came out of which, Because they're all about the same and they all, why don't we say their compass points to the same depopulation North Zero? And if you think this was an accident or it was well intended and, you know, they really meant well, no, they knew exactly what they were doing. Quote, help the U.S. contend with the ideological charge that the U.S. is more interested in curbing the numbers of LDC, remember, least developed countries, people than it is in their future and well-being. We should recognize that those who argue along ideological lines have made a great deal of the fact that the U.S. contribution to, to development programs and health programs has steadily shrunk, whereas funding for population programs has steadily increased, unquote. In another report, they were talking about maximizing mass depopulation, quote, the commercial approach offers a practical low-cost means of providing family planning services since it uses an existing distribution system such as mass vaccination, unquote. And the report talks about, oh yes, you'll recognize this name, the international arm of planned Parenthood, or what's known as the Planned Parenthood Federation. And other reports talked about Planned Parenthood Federation and USAID, quote, testing commercial distribution schemes in various least-developed nations to obtain further information on the feasibility, costs, and degree of family planning acceptance achieved through this approach, dot, 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 aimed at simple, low-cost, effective, safe, long-lasting, and acceptable methods of fertility control. Unquote. Let me give you another quote. Quote, mandatory programs may be needed and that we should be considering these possibilities now. Let me give you just a few other quotes from all these various reports, a number of which, by the way, will be posted on the website on therightsideradio.com, upper right, click the link, read to your heart's content with bulging and horrified eyes. Quote, make an all-out commitment to major limitation of world population with all the financial and international as well as domestic political costs that would entail. Unquote. Another quote. Is the U.S. prepared to accept food rationing to help people who can't or won't control their population growth? Unquote. Quote. Food be considered an instrument of national power? Unquote. Another quote. Are mandatory population control measures appropriate for the U.S. and or for others? Unquote. They also talk about whether the U.S., should, quote, change its food consumption patterns toward more efficient uses of protein. You know all that talk about insects, folks? You know that fake meat stuff that Gates and some other billionaire, what's a good word for those guys? Well, yeah, I probably can't use it on air. You know that they're investing in? Well, yeah. And do you know what those foods with their GMOs and other modifications do? Well, they decrease fertility. Did you know that? Oh, yes, they do. So, by the way, does the COVID jab. This is study after study after study after study. In fact, in every mass vaccinated, and remember, it's not a vaccine, but I'll use the that term. Mass vaccinated country in the world with the COVID jab. Population is suddenly in decline. Fertility is in decline. Birth rates are in decline. And I can go on and on down the list. This is not a coincidence. Check out the studies on the COVID page. Links on the homepage on the radio.com. Another report. This was a CIA report, as I understand it. You'll love this. Quote, emphasis on population moderation should be applied to the largest and fastest growing developing countries where there is special U.S. political and strategic interest. Back in 1974, folks, those countries were identified in these reports. (laughs) You know, this is not conspiracy theory. Bangladesh, Pakistan, Nigeria, Mexico, Indonesia, Brazil, the Philippines, Thailand, Egypt, Turkey, Ethiopia, and Colombia. Now, in 2021, guess where the United States donated? Donated using your tax money and my tax money. Millions upon millions upon millions of mRNA COVID quote-unquote vaccines. Guess where they all went? Well, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Nigeria, Indonesia, Brazil, Philippines, Thailand, Ethiopia, and Colombia. Hmm. Let's think about this for just a moment. Is there any correlation? And then the United States government at that time, and it's in these reports also, starts to play footsie and go arm-in-arm and fund the United Nations Population Fund. It's actually the UN Fund for Population Activities. It's UNFPA, U-N-F-P-A. And they suddenly had projects in 70 countries around the world. And remember that guy, General Draper, Major General Draper, who was like instrumental in getting NSSM 200 the Kissinger Report done, worked with Snowcroft in Kissinger's office and Henry himself, and who was instrumental in getting NSM-314 signed by Gerald Ford. Guess what he was involved in leading up to all these goodies in the United States, all these wonderful, you know, human-respecting policies. Well, Draper had been instrumental folks in establishing the UNFPA, and he also co-founded what was known as the Population Crisis Committee. And that committee was formed, and specifically its mission was to encourage population reduction, quote, so that humanity and the natural environment can exist in balance with fewer people living in poverty, unquote. I think probably a more accurate statement is with fewer people living, period. UNFPA began to become involved in forced abortions and coercive sterilizations. Of course, using the age-old PSYOPs and using the press to support its wonderful undertakings, UNFPA described its own mission very differently. Quote, to deliver a world in which Every pregnancy is wanted. Every childbirth is safe. And every young person's potential is fulfilled. Go back to my shows on PSYOPs. I mean, this is like... Classic, right? On the RightSideRadio.com, I did five historical stories on psyops, and then UNFPA began to get into the business of surgical procedures to limit fertility. I mean, you know, there's no end to this. In fact, the UNFPA back then gave money that came from the United States to support the People's Republic of China's birth control campaign, that was focused, by the way, mainly on women and girls. You ladies out there, and UNFPA provided funding for the forced sterilization program that was promoted by the Indian government back then, 2000 to 2014. And dozens upon dozens of women died, by the way, in quote unquote sterilization camps, which they were lured to in exchange for money or social benefits. And UNFPA began to get money from other sources. Where do you think those were? Oh, how about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Did you ever see Bill Gates in his TED Talk? I'm looking for it. I mean, it's up, but I'm looking for it so I can put it on the website. Where he kind of slipped in the TED talk and said you know really the world population needs to be reduced to 1.2 billion well he wasn't kidding you folks you know when Hitler wrote Mein Kampf and everybody scoffed at him when Barack Obama wrote dreams from my father and everybody kind of you know oh what a wonderful book or poo-pooed it and we can go on down the list believe these people when they tell you what they think and what they're going to do and of course Bill Baby is involved heavily involved in Gavi which is his foundation that promotes vaccines everywhere Hmm, what could go wrong here? By the way, a portion of the Kissinger Report, you, how's this for an admission that they knew they were way morally off base here? Quote, Even stronger measures, they were talking about coercion and forced stuff, are required and some fundamental, very difficult moral issues need to be addressed unquote. Oh yeah, well they've done a great job of that, haven't they? And around this time, this is kind of the late 70s or so, there was a report given to the President about which arm of the U.S. government should have authority over this world population, quote unquote issue. The National Security Council was option A, or U.S.I. USAID, you know, kind of the international give money arm of the United States, was option B. Guess who option A was supported by? The National Security Council and the CIA and the State Department and the Treasury Department and the Defense Department and the Agriculture Department, HEW, and Commerce. Hmm, does that tell you a little something about what the end goals mean for the Western countries? And, of course, for the stability of the world, which we're all so concerned about. There were some big observations, too, in NSSM-200, and you'll see them permeate through all these various documents and memorandums, really, over the years up to current times, where they're on steroids. Number one, the United States relies on countries being underdeveloped in order to basically grab easily their natural resources. Number two, American businesses are vulnerable to interference by foreign governments because... Those foreign governments are going to take over those companies to provide for their own population. And number three, high birth rates result in more young individuals who usually oppose established governments. Read that, folks, as oppose the establishment. Here's a quote. Quote, young people who are in much higher proportions in many LDCs, right, least developed countries, are likely to be more volatile unstable, prone to extremes, alienation, and violence than an older population. These young people can be more readily persuaded to attack the legal institutions of the government, or real property of the establishment, imperialists, multinational corporations, or other, often foreign, as in U.S., influences that are blamed for their troubles, unquote. Well, there's a whole bunch of ways to take care of that, huh? Why don't we get substances guised as safe and effective into the arms of lots of young people, so A. Many of them have material adverse effects, die, or can't function. Or B. Many of them are sterilized or rendered all or partly infertile so they can't reproduce. By the way, the NSD document, National Security Decision 314 document, signed 75, quote, The U.S. economy will require large and increasing amounts of minerals from abroad, especially from less developed countries. In these sensitive relations, however, it is important in style as well as substance to avoid the appearance of coercion. I guess they forgot that when they stole... Russia's money and began the devaluation of the dollar and the rise of the BRICS countries. And there's another really interesting quote in these memorandums. Listen to this, quote, no country has reduced its population growth without resorting to abortion, unquote. And they went further. The National Security Council came out with a sister memorandum. Basically, what they said was they needed to gin up, they needed to convince people to support this population reduction theme through, quote, increased emphasis on mass media. Well, there you go, folks. And other population education and motivation programs by the United Nations, the USIA, and the USAID, unquote. And if you don't think they're serious about this, and if you think they care about you or anybody else on the planet, the elites, listen to this. Quote, in some cases, strong direction has involved incentives such as payment to acceptors for sterilization or disincentives such as giving low priorities in the allocation of housing or schooling to those with larger families. Such direction is the sin qua non, you know, shall we say, foundation, accepted practice of an effective program, unquote. And boy, didn't they employ that media thing really well with COVID, right? Instill you with fear and then tell you how what a good person you would be if you got that needle in your arm and did it for your neighbors and grandma. And after all, it'll save you from this deadly disease with... <laughs> With a over 99% survival rate, and it's all safe and effective, and you're patriotic. Remember all that psyops going on? The CIA prepared a memo called. OPR-401, quote, the world's increasing dependence on American surpluses pretends an increase in U.S. power and influence, unquote. Quote, the implications for the world food situation and for U.S. interests would be considerably greater if climatologists who believe a cooling trend is underway proved to be right. Gee, what happened to global warming? If the trend continues for several decades, there would almost certainly be an absolute shortage of food. The population problem would have solved itself in the most unpleasant fashion. And listen, throughout all these documents, and we're going to depart from this second historical part uh, next week, I'm going to blow your mind with what they're doing right now, today, in the United States, in the Western world, and around the globe to control and decrease. They're no longer interested in controlling. They're interested in decreasing population. And next week, we're going to talk about the 10 top ways that they recommend Within these documents and employ and how they're happening today to reduce and control population. And again, when I say control population, I don't mean just population numbers, I mean control of the population that's remaining. And in addition, next week, because this is so horrendous, you can't cover it all in one show, you can't even dent it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I'm going to go over their methods. Of getting population control in both senses and population reduction on the planet Earth. Doesn't mm. matter, really matter what country you're in. But it does matter where you stand socially, and it does matter where you stand politically. And now, for the promised rest of the story. Here are their top 10 methods. Coming at you next week in detail on what they're doing on each and where. Targeted sterilization. Wars. No cures for diseases, even though there are. Sexually transmitted diseases. Can you spell HIV? Environmental manipulation. Abortions. Genetically modified organisms. Same-sex relationships. Oh, that might explain some things that are going on. The food supply and transhumanism. Now let's talk about China a little bit. A little bit more on China's Silk Road. This is going to be very quick, but little updates every week. So, June 2016, Xi, China's leader, visited Poland. He met with Poland's president, at that time a guy by the name of Duda, and the prime minister. Quote, Polish companies will benefit hugely From the Belt and Road Initiative, unquote, Duda and Chi signed a declaration on strategic partnership. And basically that just reiterated that Poland and China viewed each other as long-term strategic partners. Let's see, Poland, Polish Army, NATO, Ukraine. Oh, okay. Singapore. Singapore is pretty wealthy, folks. They're pretty well off. They kind of run a good ship. They don't need a lot of external financing, technical assistance, domestic infrastructure, but they have endorsed the Belt and Road Initiative and they are cooperating in related projects because they're looking for some global relevance themselves. And they're looking for economic ties with other recipients of Belt and Road largesse. The Philippines. The Philippines, as you know, has been always closely tied to the United States. Think about back to World War II. General Douglas MacArthur. China is seeking its support for the Belt and Road Initiative because they're looking to dominate the South China Sea. Think about all the stuff going on over there. And the Philippines has actually adjusted its policy in favor of Chinese claims in the South China Sea. In 2017, the former Greek minister of finance, he wrote an article in Project Syndicate that his experience with the Belt and Road Initiative has been quote highly encouraging unquote and he said that Chinese authorities managed to combine their sense of self-interest with a patient investment attitude and a genuine commitment to negotiate over and over again in order to achieve mutually advantageous agreements unquote oh well that's that's great exactly what the United States does right they just take your money and bomb you gotcha April 2019 this is really a big one okay this is kind of the key to de dollarization and everything that's going on with the BRICS currency remember Belt and Road Initiative and the BRICS currency the countries are tied together the policies are tied together and they have one common goal which is not pleasant for the United States or the West but during the Arab Forum for Environment and Development China entered into a number of partnerships And they called it Build the Belt and Road, Shared Development and Prosperity, unquote, with 18 Arab countries. Eighteen. I mean, that's pretty much the whole Arab world. And those countries are convinced that the Belt and Road Initiative is a tremendous opportunity for independence from foreign aid and influence, i.e. the United States and the West. Greece, Croatia, and 14 other Eastern European countries are dealing with China with the BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative. Italy was the first member of the Group of 7, Nate, right, the G7, to join the BRI. Malaysia, they originally criticized China and the Belt and Road Initiative, but now, oh, starting in 2019... They're, quote, fully in support of the Belt and Road Initiative. And he, that is the Prime Minister, said that his country would benefit from the BRI. Quote, yes, the Belt and Road idea is great. It can bring the landlocked countries of Central Asia closer to the sea. They can grow in wealth and their poverty reduced, unquote. And there's more, folks. That'll be coming your way next week. But I think you get the message. China is wisely spending its money and investing in the future and world dominance. America, on the other hand, well, we buy gay pride flags to hang off the White House. And now we come to the corrupt Bidens. I'm going to make this short and sweet, even though it's long and ugly. And we're going to spend a lot of time on this in the next show. But in the last week, they have discovered more emails, which proves that Joe Biden was directly involved in treason and bribery. They have a witness who has testified he was Hunter Biden's partner, that Joe Biden was in on at least 20 phone calls with Hunter, shaking down people for bribes. And they now have emails and documents which show unequivocally that the big guy was Joe Biden. And there's more. But let's hope these folks get their justice. Let's get into rat-a-tat-tat. I don't know how much we're going to get into today because we are way over time. But let's start off with some economic rat-a-tat-tat, shall we? You know, they told you that the GDP increased 2.6%. Remember the PSYOP stuff I've been telling you about on this economic front? Remember that economics, right, your ability to to buy things you need to live to survive, is part of the, uh, shall we say, population equation for the elites? Well, you might be interested to know that the car industry in the United States generates around 4% of GDP and they've been going or they've been rocking and rolling the supply chain has finally kind of caught up with the car company and their back orders and they now have built up over the last 30 to 60 days, a 60-day inventory, which is where they like to be. And if you take out, that was 2%, that buildup of inventory, this is not sales, this is not <laughs> this is just buildup of inventory, was 2% of GDP, which means the real number for GDP growth, if you take out that one industry of hundreds of major industries, was four-tenths of 1%, which is like Zippo. Robert Half, you know, the big temporary service, they're behemoth. I mean, they're the largest or one of the largest temporary staffing services in the United States. Their growth and their profits have been negative the first two quarters of this year, and that's the first time in 20 years. The only time they even approached this was in 2008 and 09. you know, the Great Recession, and right during 2020 at the peak of the COVID deal, but they didn't get this low. Now, you know, the first thing that companies cut, because the last thing they want to cut is their employees, particularly in today's climate, is temporary services. What does that tell you? Cardboard box manufacturing. Like, what does everything get shipped in? You buy something here or there or wherever. How do you get it? A cardboard box. Well, cardboard box demand is down about 40 plus or minus percent. And one of the big delivery services, the third largest in the United States, by the way, Yellow, just declared bankruptcy. Retail sales, here's some more psyops for you. You know, the the mainstream press was jumping up and down. Retail sales are up. Well, folks, they forgot to tell you that's unadjusted for inflation. You know, if you have inflation of, I'm just going to take a number because it's around 14% in reality. If you have inflation of 5% and retail sales are up 3%, What's your real retail sales? That's pretty easy. Negative 2%. That's the real story here, folks. You know, the rest of the story they ain't telling you. The U.S. Manufacturing Index was down yet again. But even worse, you know, they're telling you about all this great employment stuff. I'm bringing the real stats I have over the last three or four weeks. The total amount of... This is government docs, folks. Total amount of hours worked are down Over the last six months, they have decreased every single month, it is my understanding. And some economists and mainstream media folks say, well, productivity is up. In other words, you work less hours, but you do more, so it's really the same work equivalent overall. No, that's not the case. Productivity is way down also for the last six plus or minus months. What does that tell you? And then there's another figure that None of the mainstream media or government shills tell you. It's the gross domestic income, GDI. It's kind of like GDP for households, right? Gross domestic product is your nation, and GDI is the income for households and people. You would think if GDP was really up, and the economy was really rocking and rolling like you're being fed, that these two numbers should be kind of moving together, right? If the economy's up, people are making more money, households have more money, they're spending more, GDP, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? GDI is down 1.8% last quarter. So you tell me how GDI, because we're 70% consumer-based, in this economy. How GDI can be down and GDP be up 2.4%. Hmm. Boy, it kind of goes back to how I opened this little economic rat-a-tat-tat, doesn't it? And then you know that we, uh, we got downgraded by Fitch. That's right, the credit of the United States. It's amazing that it's still where it's at, but they downgraded us from AAA to AA+. That doesn't seem like a lot, but it's huge. And if you were watching the stock market or your 401k plans or whatever, you can see that the market knows it's huge because, um, well, why don't we just say the market's got hammered. And there's problems internationally. Germany is really struggling. Europe is really struggling. And Japan, they're keeping rates very low, half a percent. They're trying to stifle inflation through artificial Bank of Japan. That's their central bank. You know, foot on the brake, foot on the pedal type stuff. But they have now reached, Listen to this. 270% of GDP in national debt. 270%. I mean, America is in terrible shape at over 100% of GDP. Imagine 270%. The real inflation over in Japan, let's just take food, is 9.2%. So, you know, Japan is unfortunately kind of like the economic rat on the treadmill. You know, round and round we go, and nowhere do we wind up. I was talking about Germany just a moment ago. Just to give you one indicator over there in Germany. Germany is Europe's largest manufacturing country, and, you know, automobiles, all sorts of things. Their manufacturing index has been below 50. Remember, fifty above 50, you're going up. Below 50, you're going down. Their manufacturing index slipped from about 40.5 to 38.8 last quarter. The only time that their manufacturing index has even remotely come close to that was right at the height of the COVID conjure in 2020 when everything was closed and nobody was working. Oh, terrific news. I bet you Russia is just shaking in its boots in that stare down over Ukraine with NATO, eh? As you know, the Supreme Court shot down Biden's debt relief program for students. But that's okay. The New York Times came out with a list of six things that you could do to get out of your student debt. You know, because they're so American and they're so, should we say, in tune with our $34 trillion in debt. One of those things, I do not make this up, is that you could die because your <laughs> debt is forgiven if you tip over and croak. There's always a way out, guys. Student loan debt and population control rolled into one. And our illustrious President Cadaver is going to try and circumvent the Supreme Court's decision, just like the EPA is in that story I brought you last week. You know, the court said, EPA, you can't do law type stuff. Your regulations can't be law. You're not elected. And the EPA went out and did a bunch of stuff anyway. Anyway, Cadaver, trying to circumvent the Supreme Court, is now going to use this other little-known federal program to try and get student debt relief it will only cost us $448 billion, the experts say, over the next four or five years. I mean, you know, what's $448 billion and letting people off the hook on debts they knowingly took out? You know, accountability. When you're $34 trillion in debt, ah, who cares? But listen, they are not done screwing with your ability to live inexpensively and comfortably or to live at all. Because the BLM, I brought you the story several weeks ago about how they are now, they now want to lease BLM land to conservation groups, so as to preclude oil and gas and other mineral exploitation groups. The last time the agency updated the minimum bond amounts that companies have to pay before they can drill for oil on BLM leases was 60 years ago. But last Thursday, this is just a week ago or so now, the rules were changed, you know, because, oh... Because there was no act of Congress? This is just another regulatory thing that the Supreme Court has outlawed? Well, uh, let's move on. So the BLM say that the bonds that they used to charge oil companies for capping and cleaning up wells when they were done are way too low. They had been at 10000 per lease or 25000 per state or 150000 for all their wells on federal lands nationwide. And granted, that may be low now. And the BLM says it costs 35000 to 200000 to plug just one well. But there's a way to do this so that everybody has their cake and eat it, too. You can pay over time. You can pay when it's done. There's all sorts of ways to do it. Instead, the most prohibitive way to do it, the one that would have the greatest material adverse impact on drilling on federal lands, that was the one selected. You know, it just must be a coincidence. Number one is it's raising the, the amount to 150000 per lease, a 14-fold increase, 500000 per state, about a four-fold increase, and, listen to this, it sets new constraints on the types of land offered for leasing. Hmm, what does that mean? One can only wonder. It's also going to stop companies from renewing inactive drilling permits, you know, when the market's down, you don't go drill, to curtail lease suspensions, and makes lease transfers much more difficult. But it does preserve all the higher royalties, the rents, the bids, and the fees which were put in place, supposedly temporarily, by the Inflation Reduction Act. I don't think Senator Manchin is going to be very happy with this because in the end they got his vote by saying they wouldn't pull any of this crap. And just in the last week, the Biden administration, President Cadaver and his left-wing climate crew, And remember when they told you they weren't ever going to regulate even gas stoves, despite the fact they were so dangerous. Well, so far, they have proposed regulations, far-reaching regulations, including complete phase-out of gas stoves, dryers, washers, refrigerators, freezers, and furnaces, you know, that kind of stay hot, stay cold, stay warm, stay comfortable, stay alive thing. Well, now they're going to regulate gas hot water heaters. Oh, terrific. And they want you to go all electric, folks. Now think about, you know, when the solar doesn't work and the wind doesn't blow, all this alternative energy and all the EVs are charging, and you have no juice for all these appliances. Not to mention the fact that the juice is being generated primarily by fossil fuels. Not to mention the fact that the rates for the current, the electric current, for all these appliances, you know, millions upon tens of millions of appliances, are going to go up dramatically. But they want you to live and thrive and prosper and be free. Because, you know, his press secretary, who is really quite a winner, when she was asked, how many more home appliances will Americans eventually have to replace then because of regulations? By the way, think of the cost of replacement. And her response was, don't worry about it. You know, it's not going to take effect for a few years. Quote, so just to be clear, when it comes to water heaters, and it is proposed, what has been put forward, and if it is enacted, it would not take in into effect until 2029 i'm reading what she said folks i'm not stuttering here so let's not forget that so we want to make sure that we have the facts out there and when it is enacted it's going to help consumers save about 11 billion a year well i don't know what calculator she's using that's what the president wants to do he wants to make sure we lower costs for the american people that's why the inflation reduction act is so important right because it's going to provide up to two thousand in credit as it relates to energy folks You know what appliances cost. $2,000 to replace appliances, never mind our $34 trillion debt, and it's all coming from our pockets as the taxpayers anyway. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It doesn't even dent it. Never mind the increased operating costs and the availability of the electricity as America goes all electric. A good court ruling, by the way. Federal court shut down Biden's new policy for getting illegal aliens. Yes, I'm going to keep using that word. Too bad illegal aliens into the country. I'm sure they will find a workaround because they seem to ignore Supreme Court and Federal Court orders with regularity nowadays, unless, of course, the order happens to be what they were seeking. But that goes to the rule of law. This is Reed Lance Rosenthal on the Right Side Radio. Remember, look in the mirror, repeat after me, and repeat it with conviction. I will muster. I will stand. I will not comply. I will never give in. I will never stop fighting. I will join with those in these United States and around the globe who love freedom as I do, and we will win. Oh, yes, we will. Keep the wind in your back. I'll talk to you next week. Please remember, if you've missed any shows, just click on Show Archive and you'll find all of his shows. We look forward to seeing you here again next week for another episode of Reed Lance Rosenthal on the Right Side.